Hey, before we start our episode, if you want to be featured on the show in a case study where I develop a three to five point plan to bring you from broke to brilliant in 10 to 15 years, then email me at evanthomasbroke at yahoo.com. I'll send you my questionnaire. You fill it out, send it back, and if chosen, you'll be featured anonymously free of charge on an upcoming episode where we take a look at a financial or motivational topic to gradually shift your thoughts from a broke to brilliant mindset. And as always, this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Please consult with a financial advisor if necessary. My name is Evan Thomas, and this is the Broke at 40 podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 16 of the Broke at 40 podcast. My name is Evan Thomas. And today we're going to be talking about the top five strategies of successful people, especially during a pandemic. But first, before we get to that content, I do want to talk through just maybe a summary of everything you've been learning so far over these past 15 episodes. Just do a recap, basically, of what you've learned and just reinforce it and talk about the basics of personal finance. So one of the things I talked about early on was most of you should find a company if you haven't already, because many of you, if you're in your 40s, most likely you found a company that you have been spending a lot of your time through the years developing your skills with that company, perhaps working in different positions and maybe working your way up. You are going in early. You're staying there late, potentially. You know, you're doing everything you need to do with that company to get to a point where your income continues to go up and up and up. And if you haven't found a company then that gives you that opportunity, then you'll want to find a company that does. So really the first thing you should do is find a company and that treats you like a king or a queen, basically, and they are willing to pay you for what you're worth. The next thing is you'd want to be building a budget. Obviously, you would want to make sure that you have an operating budget for your expenses. So I have a build a budget episode where I talk through the basics of a budget of your expenses that you have all the time that are fixed. And then you've got your variable expenses as well. And we talk through how over time you'd want to be filtering those mostly into the savings category. So you're going to build your budget and you're going to stick to it, right? You're going to stick to the budget month after month and year after year. You're going to get to a point then when you move from what I call a surviving stage in your development, where you're paying all of your expenses, but you really don't have that much at the end of the year, you'll recall from a previous episode that for me, that lasted about eight or nine years. Once you move from surviving to a thriving mode, thriving means, hey, you've got extra money at the end of the year. Now, where are we going to put that money, right? Are we going to put it into savings? Are we going to move it over into investments? And basically the outline for that would be first get an online savings account, which would include your emergency fund. You're going to be contributing the total to your 401k. Remember the max amounts for you. If you're single or married, you have certain dollar amounts that you can put into those investments. You're going to Roth out your, I'm sorry, you're going to max out a Roth IRA. So you would hopefully have a Roth IRA at this point. If you then have any money left over at the end of the year, you could open up a taxable account with a discount brokerage like Vanguard 
for example, and there's many others out there as well. Um, so just to recap that for a minute, you have your um, online savings account contributing max to your 401k. You'd open up a Roth IRA. And then if you have any money after that, you could open up a taxable account. And over time then, year after year, your goal would be to get your savings rate category of your budget up to about 70%. Remember, especially if you're starting later in life to save for your retirement and to build wealth, you're gonna to have to put more money, a larger percent of your operating budget into the savings category, hopefully up to 50 to 70% then during that time then from 10 to 15 years like i've done you would then get to hopefully a million dollar net worth maybe it will take 20 years but still if you continue to put money within the savings category at a higher rate of 70 percent maybe even 80 percent but most likely 70 percent is where most people cap out and then you could build wealth uh, slowly and that would be you would continue that year after year after year so what I just explained right there in a nutshell is what all of you should eventually be doing and that's 20% of uh, knowledge basically right for personal finance and financial literacy it's the other 80% <clears throat> excuse me that we talked about that are more related to behaviors and that's what I want to focus on within the broke at 40 podcast. Even though I'm going to talk about the 20%, we're going to focus on future episodes more on the 80%. And so the episode title for this is the top five successful traits of people, things that they do, especially during a pandemic starts now. So I'm going to go through the five different things that you can do, especially to be successful during a pandemic. So this is what successful people do. Number one, they wake up early. That gives you me time, right? That gives you time to think about your money. So get up at 5 a.m., 5.30 a.m. When nobody else is up, that's when I actually do my best work. So believe it or not, I set my alarm for about 5 a.m., sometimes 5.30. I'll grab water first thing, I'll make coffee, and I sit down on a yellow serenity towel that I have, believe it or not, and I meditate on the floor while I drink coffee and I think about the day. I know it sounds crazy, but if you just take a towel and you lay it down on the floor and you sit there and you meditate and you sip on coffee and you just think about your day, it gives you time to be silent. It gives you time to, to meditate. And I don't mean like full force meditation, but just allowing your brain to think about what you're gonna be doing throughout the day and I also then segue that into not only the meditation session, but I also do my exercises during that period of time. And I continue to do them throughout the day. Because <clears throat> remember, we're, we're in a pandemic. So most people are working from home, right? Including myself. So I'm not getting out to the gym. I'm not doing as much as I used to do. I developed, and you may want to think of doing this, I developed a way of doing exercises that I call doing my pandemic pennies. I know it sounds kind of crazy, but to me, a penny, when I put it on my desk, when I'm working from home or I'm meditating in the morning, I'll see five pennies on my desk and I put them to the right of me next to my water bottle. And that to me is a visual represent 
representation of one set of exercises. And the exercises that I usually do would be air squats. So I just stand and I do air squats, a set of 10. I'll jump down to the floor and I'll do push-ups, about 10 to 15 to 20 push-ups. <clears throat> then I'll do lunges, one, you know, 10 sets for each leg. I'll jump back up and then I do jumping jacks. I also get barbells and I do dumbbell curls, about 10 of those. I'll get a chair, my desk chair, put it up against the bed and I'll do drop down lunges, um, or I'm sorry, drop down tricep extensions, I guess you could call them. And so that works the triceps. And, and then I do crunches as well. So that to me is one set and I take that penny and I put it in the drawer. Then I've got four pennies to go. I may do that right away before I start my day and I sign on, or I might do those four pennies throughout the day. But I know by the end of the work day, I wanna have all those pennies in the drawer. I used to try to remember how many sets I was doing throughout the day, but it's hard to do that. <laughs> so having a visual representation of the penny on the desk really works for me. So again, most successful people, one of the traits, the first one that we're talking through is waking up early, having that me time, doing drinking your coffee. I used to sit on the couch and drink coffee for about 45 minutes. And I'm like, this is wasted time. Why am I just sitting here doing nothing? I, of course, I'd be thinking about my day, but six months ago or so, I thought, why not get the towel out, sit on the floor, meditate, and begin my exercises. And I'm much more successful in completing them by adding that to my routine. So the second trait of successful people is to adopt and to try to have an unbreakable work ethic. So that's going to be talent hands down. If you're the type of person that you're getting to work early and you're showing your company that you're there to win, unbreakable work ethic is super important. And you know, you'll have compassion, you'll be honoring yourself and perfecting your craft, and you're always working towards your personal best. So I would write down certain things about what you want to do to create an unbreakable work ethic. We'll be getting here to some books, which is one of the traits of successful people is reading books. But I want to tie together a book called Think and Grow Rich. If you're not familiar with it, you may want to take a look at that book. It was written many years ago. In fact, I'm actually rereading it right now because I saw it on a podcast and I remembered I had purchased it through Amazon. So I'm reading right now this book, Think and Grow Rich. And I wanted to take just a minute and talk a little bit about what I've learned, which I think is so important. And I'm going to use an example of Thomas Edison. Um, years ago, you know, Thomas Edison was one of the greatest inventors that ever lived. There was a man named Edwin Barnes that had never met him, you know, didn't know him, had no way of knowing how he could meet him, but he wanted to work with Thomas Edison. That became his goal. And he decided that he didn't want to work for him, but he wanted to work with him. So in the book, they talk about turning desire into reality and have a de having a definite purpose. You know, he was determined to remain ready until he got what he wanted. So if you read the book, you'll learn that Edwin Barnes does eventually get to and work in the office of Thomas Edison. 
I'm not exactly sure to what capacity, but it was something not real super important. But it took him about three to five years. You know, he didn't say to himself, well, I'll try for a year and if it doesn't work, then I'll leave. You know, that's what most people do. But he was determined. He had that definite purpose that he would stay there until he could seize an opportunity and so until Thomas Edison could really see his worth and what his potential was. And what happened was there was a, an invention that Thomas Edison had created called the office dictating machine. And many of the salespeople in the office said, you know, this is never gonna sell, it's not gonna work. And so that was the perception that this would not sell, this dictating machine. Well, Barnes saw that as an opportunity and he decided to go out and sell that. Thomas Edison saw that and made him one of his top salespeople. And the slogan that they had for 30 years, an alliance they, that they had for 30 years was made by Edison and installed by Barnes. So he actually fulfilled his dream. He had a definite purpose. He said he's gonna do it and he didn't look back. They also talk about in the book, um, the gold rush, you know, back in the day when everybody was going out west looking for gold to find their fortunes. Um, there's an example of a, a group of people that were digging for gold and they found a little bit of gold and then they told their family about it and the family invested in that and gave them a bunch of money to buy all this equipment to dig for more gold. And the story goes that they stopped, they were three feet away from the gold but they stopped and they gave up and they sold it to somebody else. And that person then found the gold, which was just right there. So if they had positioned their equipment just three feet away, they would have found their fortune in gold. The story goes on though, that the people that lost all that opportunity then ended up selling life insurance and they used that story as a way to sell. And then they became super ultra successive in insurance. So if it doesn't work for you the first time, go back, you know, have this burning desire and things can definitely open up for you. So trait number two of successful people is have an unbreakable work ethic. Number three is exercise. People that work out are more successful than people that don't work out. You know, your body and your energy actually go together. So I like to do exercises in the morning on an empty stomach, you actually burn more calories. Your body is gonna go to the fat for energy to get through the workout rather than going to the food in your system. I learned that from Body for Life many years ago and I read that and I thought that makes sense. So I started doing exercises in the morning and I truly believe that you know um, health is very much like money when we talk about the 80-20% rule. Well, Health is 20% exercise, in my opinion, and about 80% nutrition. So through the years, I used to work out, I would hurt my back, I would overwork because I thought I had to lift heavy weights. And as I got older, I started to realize that less is more, that I really don't need that much exercise of the weight to have a healthy and fit body. So it was more about nutrition. So I eat super well, especially during this pandemic when we're not going out to restaurants. You can pretty much purchase what you want and keep it in your kitchen. 
Um, and then that 20% exercise is the pennies that I told you about that I do throughout the day during the workday, and I start that first thing in the morning. The fourth trait of successful people is setting goals and writing them down. So if you're not the type of person that likes to write down goals, I would highly encourage you to start writing them down. You know, little goals lead up to bigger goals. So on a piece of paper, just write down those goals for the month, for the quarter, for the year. You may also want to try vision boards. A vision board is a board that you put images on that motivate you. So it could be a fitness model, or it could be an image of anything that motivates you, right? So think of terms of vis images and place those on your you know, refrigerator, put them in your bathroom on the mirror, maybe get a white board type marker and write on the mirror as well. Um, so setting goals and writing them down is going to help to attain those goals. One thing I do when I'm doing my pennies and doing my exercises, I have two men's fitness magazines with a couple of guys on there that I admire their physiques. And I think, well, I hope and to look like them or to keep my body healthy and fit. I, I look at those images while I'm actually doing the exercises and it works, it really does. So you're looking at the image while you're doing the exercises and you're concentrating on that image. Then I put those magazines away when I'm done with the workout. I'm gonna have another podcast on journaling. So that's kind of like this trait number four. Um, journaling is a really big thing that I enjoy. So I'll talk more about that a little bit later. But the fifth trait of successful people, especially during a pandemic, is to read, you know, get into self-help books, all of the things like personal growth, things of that nature you'll want to definitely do. For me, I lack in that area. The average CEO reads about 60 books per year I read once. So that's quite a bit. I don't think I can do 60 books per year, but you can listen to podcasts, right? You can listen to guys on YouTube. You know, find those motivating people. Hopefully I'm one of them for you. Um, I do hope to be on YouTube in the future when I quit my W-2 job. Right now, the Broke at 40 podcast is just that. It's just a podcast, but in the future, once I reveal who I am and I quit my W-2 job, then I'm going to have a YouTube channel as well to help motivate people to be their personal best in finance. And... Um, actually, what I like about podcasts, um, as a little side note here, is podcasting is like narrowcasting. So back in college, I learned a lot about broadcasting. You know, broadcasting is taking a program or an audio or whatever it is and broadcasting out to the masses of people and saying to the people, come look at me, tune into my channel and watch because I'm going to be broadcasting this for you. And you have to watch it right when I broadcast it. And I remember hearing years ago that someday they would get into, um, you know, through evolution, we would get into more narrow casting. And that's exactly what podcasting is. I absolutely love it because you are finding me. I'm putting the content out there to help people, but you are going to find me. And I'm not just broadcasting to everybody because my audience is rather specialized. It's people in their late 30s into their 40s that haven't done quite as well with finances as they would have liked and they want to learn more and move forward. Um, you know, 
broadcasting back in the 1970s was we had, what, three networks, ABC, CBS, NBC. I remember reading once that Farrah Fawcett became famous because we didn't have anything else to watch or listen to, right? <laughs> um, and so there were people that became famous during that time that maybe today they wouldn't have been as famous with all of the mass media that we have out there. Um, podcasts I love because it's like old time radio, fireside chats, and you can find the information rather than me broadcasting it out to the masses. So the fifth trait of successful people, especially during a pandemic, is to educate yourself, to read self-help books, podcasts, etc. So just to recap quickly, the five traits of successful people, especially during a pandemic, are wake up early, very important. So if you're the type that sleeps in, you might want to recondition yourself to wake up early, to get things done. Number two, to have an unbreakable work ethic. You know, start reading books like Think and Grow Rich. Unbreakable work ethic. You have to do that to be successful. If you want to build wealth later in life, you don't have lots of opportunities for that money to grow compoundingly, as we've talked about, than if you would have started at 25, for example. The third successful trait of people, especially during a pandemic, is to exercise. That's probably one of the most important ones right now. We're all feeling really kind of isolated, aren't we? So get up, go outside, walk, run, do exercises in your condo or house the way I was talking about with your pennies. Put those pennies on your desk and don't go to bed until you get all of your pennies done. The fourth trait of successful people during a pandemic is to set your goals and write them down. Writing them down means you're going to actually achieve them because if you don't write them down, you may not remember. It's just like a New Year's resolution, isn't it? A lot of people, myself included, at times if I had certain resolutions and goals for the year, I didn't achieve them. In fact, I wanted to create this podcast two and a half years ago. If I would have waited for the perfect time, if I would have waited until I had it all scripted out and all my episodes planned and I had the name perfect and I had music and I had all this, no, just do it. Whatever you're doing, if it's, if it's writing or, you know, whatever passion you have, if it's work and you're going to work, you know, be there, do it. It doesn't have to be perfect. Write your goals down. You're going to attain them. You're going to be more perfect than half of the people out there most likely. And finally, the fifth most, um, the fifth trait of successful people during a pandemic is to read. That's important too, because right now we're not having all of the socialization of all of our friends. We're not going out to dinner, obviously, as much as we used to. Why not use this time? Why not use 2020 to prepare yourself to read, to educate yourself more than you've ever done before? I have to tell you, I think this pandemic is going to be going through the year 2021. And so if you can read right now and educate yourself and think differently, delay gratification and read and prepare for the future, then you're going to be very well prepared for when we do open things back up um, and things are back to normal or actually a new normal. So until next time, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up this episode. Be safe in the new world that we live in, everyone. Now is the time to come out financially and plan your journey to financial independence. I hope you can learn from people like me that have finally broke through 
the media and the social norms that are now thriving and taking steps towards their purpose and passion while keeping their precious present in mind. And as always, I say, it's okay to be broke at 40, right? Or whatever age you are, but it's not okay to be in the same place in 10 or 15 years. You can do this. You can reinvent yourself and change your financial destiny. Thanks for joining everybody. My name is Evan Thomas, and I will see you here next week on Broke at 40. Alrighty, that's going to do it for another episode, everybody. Hey, I've got a favor. If you've got a friend that's struggling financially at any age, please share this episode with them. Let them know that I went from broke to a million dollar net worth in just about 14 years. And if I can do it, anybody can. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star review. We would really appreciate it. What do I always say? It's okay to be broke at 40. It really is, but not at 50 or 55 now that you found us. You can change your financial destiny. I'm Evan Thomas, and this is the Broke at 40 podcast.